0: So thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to continue to talk about anxiety, how to overcome those attacks of the enemy. You have to know that is the enemy coming at you with that lie. Our warfare isn't against flesh and blood, but it's against him. He is out to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full it overflows. Jesus wants you to be a part of his life. He wants to protect you and guide you in wisdom, in his way of doing, so that things can be added unto you. So you're not stressing out about stuff, and so Satan has nothing to use against you. Just let Jesus add his goodness to you. Just think of that while we pray. Jesus, we thank you we acknowledge you. We acknowledge your word and we commit to walk in it, to believe it, to apply it to our lives so we can live in heaven on the earth so that we can live that good life that you designed for us, that you recreated us. You said your word, your word says you create us in your likeness so we can walk on that good path. And so in order to get recreated in your likeness, we have to get rid of that fear, get rid of that anxiety the enemy tries to control us with. We thank you and praise you. You are so good. We thank you. We praise you for teaching us today. So Jesus wants us to be in control of the enemy. He is not to control us, but Jesus gave us power and authority to control him. He said, all power and authority has been given unto you, and the enemy cannot overtake you. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And so we need to tell the enemy what to do. When he comes at you with those threats, with those lies, we need to bind him. You just say, Satan, I bind you. You must stop in Jesus' name. Don't let him control you with fear. Before gets, we get started, I just want to tell you of a time, and this is when I was first learning how to live in the kingdom of God. I got up every morning and I ran. And I had at that time a fear of dogs. And I was running, and it was dark because I ran before my husband went to work, before my little boy got up. And I saw five great Danes because I was afraid of seeing them. If you remember in Job, it says, What I feared came upon me. And that's exactly right. What you fear, what the enemy can get you to fear, he can make happen, and that is why he tries to Um, make you fear it. Not only that, to make you miserable. He hates us. He hates God. And his only way to get back at God is to try to get back at us. And so we need that wisdom and that revelation knowledge that Jesus wants to give to us. So I saw these five Great Danes, these huge dogs. I was afraid of dogs. I was scared to death of dogs. And Satan knew that. And anyway, I turned to go back home, and I heard Jesus say, Turn around, look again, there's nothing there. I was amazed that there was nothing there, that my fear, that Satan could use my fear and give me that picture in my head. And Corinthians tells us to take captive every thought. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Verse 3 says, Even though we walk in the flesh, we're not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overflow and the destruction of strongholds. And so much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings in every proud and lofty thing, that sets itself against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought on purpose away and captive into the obedience of Christ. And so we, on purpose, think the word of God. The word says, I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. The Word of God tells me I don't have to be afraid. I should be strong and courageous, for the Lord is with me wherever I go. And that's what Jesus wanted to talk to us today about, is slaying the enemy with our words. The Word of God we've talked about, if it goes unsaid, it's not going to happen. We have been given authority to use our words over the enemy. And what we say will happen if we believe what we said, if we don't hold anything against anyone. You you give the enemy an avenue in your life if you hold unforgiveness, if you won't love. If you let him in with sin, then he can take over. He is the accuser of the brethren, by the way. He is the accuser of the brethren, and soon that will be over. Jesus isn't the accuser. If you make a mistake, Jesus will forgive you. He will forgive you. And then you move on to do things his way. You repent and you move on and you're forgiven. And so if, if that's what you're dealing with today, the devil has no hold on you. You're forgiven. As long as you don't keep committing that sin again, as long as you don't just On purpose, just take advantage of that forgiveness. Then you're good. And so what he wants to say to us today is not to be afraid because fear actually brings on that anxiety. In Philippians, he said, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, Definite requests. Bring your requests to God. And thanksgiving and thank him ahead of time. that he's going to take care of it. Continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours. When you bring it to him, you got his peace. Because why? He's going to give you the answer. That tranquil state of soul assured of its salvation through Christ. So fearing nothing from God and being content with all its earthly lot of whatever sort it is, that peace, which transcends all understanding, standing shall garrison, and mount guard over our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And then we're told how to think. Not to think the worry thoughts. Not to think the fear thoughts. Not to be anxious. But to think on whatever is true. Whatever is worthy of reverence and honorable whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind, winsome, and gracious. If there's any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on it, weigh and take account of these things, fix your minds on them. Peter, therefore humble yourself. um, 1 Peter 5, I'm going to read 6 through 8. Therefore, humble yourself, demote yourselves in your own estimation, under the mighty hand of God, and, and that in due time he may exalt you. He's saying, rely on me. Just humble yourself and rely on me. That's what he's saying to us today. Don't rely on yourself, but rely on me. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all upon him because he cares for you. He's in love with you. He cares for you. What an amazing thought. He cares for you. He loves you. Affectionately. He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He's watching you. He's watchfully taking care of you. When you have a child... Just say they're first learning to walk. You're right there ready to grab them if they fall. If they're about to fall, you're going to be right there. You're not going to let that happen. That's what Jesus is saying to you today. I'm not going to let you fall. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Don't have any anxiety, but trust me. When you trust him, he's going to catch you. If you don't trust him, then you're going to take your own measures and you're going to go and do what you can do without him. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all the times. For the enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking upon someone to seize upon and devour. Be well balanced temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times. For the enemy of yours, the devil, he is your enemy. He roams like around like a lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. So we have to be well balanced. We have to look at the God, look at the word of God, rely on him, look to him. Look to him. Don't look anywhere else. Just look to Jesus and um, he's not going to be able to devour you. So, what Jesus is saying to me today is to when he comes to accuse you, when he says you're sick and you're going to die, you're going to say, I'm going to live and not die, and proclaim what the Lord has done. By his stripes, I was healed. If he constantly is telling you how broke, you are. And by the way, yesterday we talked about the opposite. Jesus said, whatever he's saying to you, the opposite is true. Whatever he's telling you, the opposite of that is true. So if he's telling you you're broke, you're not broke, right? If he's telling you you're sick, you're not sick. If he's telling you you're going to die, you're not going to die. Whatever he's trying to tell you, that is a lie. The opposed is true because he can't tell the truth. There's no truth in him. He is a liar. And so what Kat is saying is to go to the Word and find out what He has to say about your circumstances. Go to Him. Talk to Him about it, as we said. Seek Him and you will find Him. Knock and the door will be open to you. He's going to give you the final word. And when he gives you that word, you won't have to be distressed anymore. You won't have to be distressed anymore because you got that word. You got that peace that passes all understanding. The word that Jesus gave me today is to slaughter him with a word. Take the word of God and speak it to the enemy till he has nothing left to say to you. You know, he'll just randomly give you a thought. And if it's a bad thought, it's him. And you just go right ahead and you tell him to shut up. Bind him and tell him that you don't agree with him. And then you speak the word. You slaughter him with the word of God. By his stripes I was healed. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He is my God and no folk can withstand him. Speak the word. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I cast my care on the Lord because he he cares for me. He's going to work it out for my good because I love him. He loves me. He's going to take care of me. Be strong and courageous for I am with you wherever you go, saith the Lord. And so slaughter him. God is on your side. Jesus is on your side. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Speak the word. If you you let the enemy attack you and you don't say back to him the word, he's just going to harass you and harass you and harass you until you're ready to pull out your hair. You have to speak to him. You have to take authority over him. You have to tell him, no. And then, as well, you take that word and you put it in. The word is health, it's medicine, it's life, Proverbs 4. It's life to a man's whole body. You have to take the word in and speak the word out. Jesus said, what's full, what's in your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth. And so when the enemy comes with his lie, what you have in your heart, is going to come out your mouth, and you're going to slaughter him with the word. That's pretty cool. I think that's a pretty cool way to put it. Slaughter him with the word of God. So, Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said in Revelation 3.20, you are already knocking at the door of our heart. And if we commit to you, you're going to invite us in. And we're asking you to come in. We, we submit to you. We commit to you to do your way. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you for taking care of us. We thank you that we can trust you and rely on you. And that no weapon formed against us can prosper. We give you all the praise and all the glory in your name. In Jesus' name. So if you said that prayer with me today, I'd be so excited to know. And remember, you have to submit to Him. Commit to do His will. Commit to do His will. Do His will. And then He's going to live on the inside of you and take care of you. He's going to be with you all the time. Thank you so much for listening today. And God bless you.